Hello and welcome to Vampow TV, your best podcast for erping around the clock. I'm your host, Kenneth, and around this clock, we have Beatrice. That's me. And Monica. It's too early for Christmas jokes. And we are here to talk about Luke Cage, the kind of floppy Iron Fist, oh. uh, two Winona Earps, mm-hmm. five episodes of Constantine, that really is just one episode, <laughs> and... Was it even a full episode? <laughs> it was in it being like 27 minutes, so... Was I just bad. meant like the way like that it ended. two thirds. Oh, no. Um... And then season two, episode one of Young Justice, which just has my heart. Um, Does anyone have any news before we jump into the mini shows we have since we were all out of town last week? I do. The She-Ra movie. What's a TV show? Sure. And it looks dope. I guess you have news. Okay, well. Yeah, he posted that. Yeah, I didn't know if that would would count, but I'm going to count it now. So uh, She-Ra just dropped their teaser trailer. It looks friggin' awesome. It looks like it's going to be a very good holdover for the 500 times a year that Steven Universe goes on on hiatus. So, <laughs> which is great. It, yeah, they'll drop when Steven Universe goes on hiatus. <laughs> Dang, I think so too. Ice cold. Shut your face. Yeah, they they'll drop two episodes and then disappear for six months. Yeah, it's so weird. I could you could never guess when they're going to release episodes. It's just <laughs> random. You come home and they're like, oh, there's new episodes. It's it's part of their mystique. Here are seven episodes. Yay! They're each seven minutes long. That's about correct. Yeah. No, yeah. isn't it like two episodes or two or three episodes per like 15 minute block? When it no, first started, the, like two episodes per 15 minute block? Each episode, I think, is 15 minutes. Mm, that's not what it felt like when I was watching them. Because it was so much fun. Time flew by. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's then jump into Luke Cage. Where's my Firefox? Wow, it has a different symbol. Ugh, I don't like it. I don't know. It's got like a updating why are you on firefox uh i'm I'm in a emotional fight with google and so i've moved off of Uh, chrome okay okay so kurt too yeah all right google has so much of my information like that i don't have to remember now that they have lulled me into uh firefox can do the same thing and you can directly import all of it in three clicks yeah interesting how about them apples it's good apples yeah applesauce motherfucker what the fuck is yeah okay i've lost the plot (laughs) okay so uh, Luke Cage, episode nine, for Pete's sake, where we were talking about her uncle Pete, which I definitely knew when we were talking about this earlier. God damn it. Uh, look, it's been okay. like two weeks since I watched this episode. Uh, I have to say that, oh my God, just letting Alfred Woodard monologue at a camera for five minutes was the peak of this episode. Like, mo- we were spellbound just yeah. watching her deliver well, that. It's a terrible story that, like, you kind of have a feeling is coming. But you don't know for sure. And then it hits. And then it's Alfrey Woodard telling the story. And you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah. directly led us into watching First Contact. Because we were like, you know who's in First Contact? Alfrey Woodard. Woodard. Oh, man. She's great. I have like, not <gasps> seen that in like... Alfrey Woodard. James... Ten years? No. Crowley. What is his name? James, the tall one. The tall um, one. The tall one. Cromwell. Cromwell. The really tall one from Babe. And, Ooh, and, 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 and... You want to drop the bomb, or do you want me to do it? Oh, hey, that she guy. She doesn't even fucking remember. Baby Damien Dark. No, I'm just distracted by it. You were getting super loud. Did he play uh, Apple CEO ever? Because I feel like... James Cromwell? Yeah. No. Play Steve like, Jobs? Yeah, I feel like when he was younger, he would have made a very good Steve Jobs in Probably. Topic. Oh, but yes. Uh, also, in First Contact, a very young Damien Dark. That's weird. I don't I don't think I like that. It was very cute. It was with his shiny blue eyes and his high cheekbones. James very long sideburns. Qu- Crummel's in jail? 
Yeah, for the oh, India yeah. pipeline or the Dakota pipeline for protesting. Six months. Huh. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they arrested the guy from Babe. That's really weird, man. He's also the guy from LA Confidential for me. Mm, I think Babe's the more important. I mean, maybe. that's the one that every like that's how he's known in the zeitgeist. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I would say most of this episode was just meh. But listening to her talk is just was amazing. I I really like the the cop stuff in this where um we we get Misty and her old lieutenant who comes back and then they pretty much work their way through I don't know talking to the bad guys and then are just like oh you know we we actually we've got what we need we don't need this deal that we we're planning to make anymore fuck it these guys all suck. And I feel like so many shows would have been like, oh, you know, no, we, we had this deal already in place. We we have to honor it now. But then they got everything they needed without... Without uh, Mariah? Yeah, Mariah. I keep wanting to call her Mallory. I don't know why I'm so shitty at names. And it makes me sad. I too much exposure to Malia. <laughs> and <laughs> those stories, man. Um, yeah, so it, you know, it's, I, I don't know, like... I, I really like that since Mariah was being shitty about playing ball, they were just like, fuck it. We got our info elsewhere. We really don't like you. And so we're not going to help you now. It it gave me life. I, I don't know. Maybe that's a really weird thing to take away from this episode. But I like that Misty and her lieutenant were just like, nah, fuck it. I do like that Mariah's yeah, not yeah. getting uh, immunity. Yeah, because she sucks. Like, I, I love her as a character, mm-hmm. but she's a butthole. She's a butthole. And I keep, I keep feeling like the show is eventually going to break up her and Shades. Like they keep coming up to the no. edge of it because she's not doing, she's doing him a little dirty. She, she doesn't seem to trust yeah. him. She works around him. But then every once in a while, every time he comes back and he's like, I got you, babe. And she's like, yeah, it's just us. It's like every time she's anywhere near him, she's like, yes, he's amazing. She well, remembers how great he is. because he's like the sun. And the further from him you get, the less you remember what it is to be warm. <laughs> and then he shows up Dang, and girl. you're like, oh, yeah, that's what this is. It's happening to me, too. And it's not great. Oh. He's a bad person. But the best boyfriend. But the best boyfriend. Yeah, he, he is a delight. So, yeah, pretty much this episode is um, them hanging out in Danny's building. Mm-hmm. Me feeling very tricked because Danny didn't fucking show up this episode and the end of the previous episode really alluded to him doing that and i know he will be here at some point and it's frustrating me. i think i think it's next episode it better be or i'm kicking a table are we done talking about mariah and her monologue like i don't know you don't want to talk about it at all i really liked it i i like that she's completely unapologetic for killing cottonmouth i like that too i was like like, oh that shit he was terrible and you're terrible and you won in that fight yeah well and and the problem is like i i'm sure for the most part, she did like him well enough because it, it what happened to her wasn't his fault. No. But when you start, when you know what how happened. shitty this thing was that yeah. happened to somebody and then you make fun of them for it, you know, may, maybe you get hit with a mic stand. Who knows? Oh, yeah. So strange. And I, I think that her daughter at the end of it was like, uh, oh, except then also she did tell her daughter she never wanted her. Yeah, that that was rough. This is what I was waiting for. Yeah, I Kevin forgot. doesn't like when people are mean. I mean, that sucked. That sucks for her daughter. That's, I, I don't know that that's something that you should hide from your adult child. I actually agree. I think this is good for everybody. Yeah. She doesn't have to pretend anymore, and mm-hmm. she doesn't have to look at this person that she was forced to carry to term, and then do her best to pretend to care about it all. And 
her daughter can now fully walk away free from all of this garbage mm-hmm. and just like never talk about this or have a mom like just clean break mm-hmm. i do have sort of a hypothetical i mean she talked about how after the baby was born and mama mabel mama mabel took the baby and i guess was gonna raise it and no, then, they gave it to that other couple the oh Johnsons. the johnsons and then they died and then no mama mabel died and then she took she tried to take her back. That's right. But I think that she was still really young and maybe the Johnsons stayed involved or something. Well, because that was my going to be my question would be if she if she went to the Johnsons and was like, I want to raise my kid and took the, the baby, but then realized that she couldn't because the baby just looks like Pete and she hates it. I mean, why not give it back to the Johnsons or, or give the baby away? Why? Why keep the baby? Maybe because feelings of, of social obligation. Yeah. I mean, she's Mama Mabel, Mama Mabel's daughter, and she obviously has some hardcore problems, like mom problems. Yeah. And she's supposed to be the face of Harlem, and you can't be a woman during that time and hate babies, including your own, and be successful. Yeah. Especially in politics. Yeah. Which is really too bad. But now they're all free. Yeah, because, like, she talked about how, obviously, that wasn't, n- none of that was Mariah's fault. She didn't ask for any of that. But also, it's not that baby's fault either. Oh, Sure. Which is why I liked that they gave her, they got her to the Johnsons, because the Johnsons obviously cared a lot about her, and mm-hmm. she had a really mm-hmm. good childhood until Mama Mabel died, and so she at least has that to, like, lean on right now. Yeah. yeah that just, that's just a situation that just sucks for everybody, because nobody asked for that, except for Pete, and I'm glad he's dead. Yup. And, what else? We end up, oh, we end with, uh, Shades and Mariah capturing Bushmaster's uncle, and they've I'm sorry. got- Shades caught his uncle. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Shades shows up and is like, hey, I've got you like a, a present. Gift. Opens a trunk this is and... how much I love you, baby. There, there's Uncle Paul. Pete. Oh, no. Paul. Different no. uncle. Yeah. <laughs> my God. That guy's dead. Yeah. Thank God. Um, And then Luke beats up Bushmaster. Cops show up, arrest him. He sets... It gives a really nice little speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, And, and then, then sets off a grenade in the, the car that he's in. And then shows up at uh, Mariah's daughter's house and is like, hey, please fix me up. And I don't know why she did not stab him at that Bush point. Bushmaster is like a hardcore, uh, which is surprising. You could do it. But a hardcore version of um, Killmonger. Where, like, you don't disagree with a, a lot of his motivations. You just wish maybe he handled them differently. Yeah, like, you know, cool cool motive, still murder. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, it sucks that this was done to your family, but blaming the children is not the way to go about it. Yeah, no. killing like, random cops is not right. the way to go about Mariah it. Mariah hates her so- ancestors as much as you hated her ancestors. Maybe team up! Burn the Stokes' name to the ground. Together. Or, you know, obviously he's got a lot of connections, he's got a lot of cash. He he could have just hired a team of lawyers to go in and steal the the club away from Mariah, legally. Right. So yeah, like, or even once he's once he's got the guns, once he's got the club, you know, you've won at that point. What yeah. do you really have to go through and like kill people who weren't involved in it? Right. Exactly. Which is why he's like a more I don't know, it's like a, a harder core version of maybe I mean, the same? No, because Killmonger was wanting to weaponize the entire world That's true. to rise he was, up and he kill was hoping probably, for genocide. Yeah. And this guy just wants to kill this one lady. Yeah, I I think yeah, Killmonger was more widespread. This guy is more focused. Yeah. He really All only right. cares about the Stokes. Killmonger hates white people. White people. <laughs> Which, you know, fair. fair. Again, cool motive. Still murder. Yeah. yeah. And then we get actually some kind of nice reconciliation with uh, Luke and his dad. And 
Nope, we're out. We I, mean, I, mean, I, I hate that guy. He sucks. He doesn't deserve like, anything. I, I understand what the show is trying to do, but they established last season, like, what a bad dude he is. Oh, sure, sure. And like, I was actually having a conversation about this with one of my family members last weekend about how, you you know, it's good for you as a person to forgive the people who have wronged you, not for them, but for yourself, to give yourself right. permission to move on from that. But when it's your friend, you can hate them until you die. Mm-hmm. So I'm in this moment casting myself as Luke's friend. And while I can be happy that Luke has forgiven his dad for his own personal well-being, nope. I'm going to hate him till I oh, die. Oh, sure. Till I die. It's still also, ultimately... what exactly has he done to, like, uh, earn anything from... Oh, no, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I think he should still go fully no contact with his dad but if this is something he needs and it's making him feel better hopefully his dad has changed who knows if he actually has or if he's gonna screw it up yeah i mean you know we'll we'll see what happens hate him for luke yeah yeah that's fine it's like yeah oh luke i'm so glad you brought your dad to this event i'm just gonna sit here in the corner and stare at him (laughs) bless his heart bless his heart well your dad's here time to peel a thousand potatoes you piece of shit <laughs> Put him on KP duty. Hmm? Okay, that's what you that's get. fair. I can't be mean to him, but I can make him peel a thousand potatoes. <laughs> that is a lot of potatoes. I only needed fifteen. But you just keep him busy and away from Luke during the whole party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's uh, let's actually jump over within the Netflix verse. Talk about Iron Fist season two, episode one. Um, my one note from all of this is that I'm so glad that we get to watch, um, Danny and Colleen have the same fight that Luke and Claire had for four episodes. I'm really excited about right? it. I can see it coming down the tunnel and I'm just like, yay. I mean, cause like so much of that, that was like my one negative because I mean, so much of this, of this episode was much better than all of last season. I thought the fights were better choreographed. I really liked Danny's control and usage of the fist. I really thought that the opening um interaction with the with the bank bank truck. I mean, it <laughs> the, is in fact the truck a bank heist. truck truck. Um I thought it was really well done. I mean, it's no Russo brothers, but it was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh but then when like he has that running with Colleen and then she has to be the one to like pull him back from the edge because he's getting too into that. And then they have that weird last shot of him just hitting that door over and over again. And the way they put the light on his face made me think that they're going for some sort of the power is a drug power corrupts oh, storyline. No, I took that as because so much of the first season was his um shit. What do you call it when you when a dude finishes and then it takes a while to premature ejaculation no no it takes a while before you cut yeah yeah but there's a different word for it not Um, not recovery time Mm. no we they use it in fan fiction Uh, a word for when you're trying to get hard again after you've already come refractory period there it is there we go um that you you google uh dude between sex recovery time (laughs) look google much as i have it frustrates me sometimes. Like it, it gets it's pretty me. Google smart. Knows yeah. what's up. Google knows what we're looking for. <laughs> um, but so much of the first season, like his, his refractory time was like half an hour to a couple hours for the fist. So this was yeah. showing that I, I think, I, I don't think it was him getting, and it just, this is just my interpretation. I don't mm-hmm. think it was it controlling him or him like feeling hyphied up on it. It was him actually kind of reveling in the fact that he had enough control that he could use it. Like 
I, I counted 11 times in a row. So this means we aren't going to have to listen to that bullshit. My chi has been depleted. Nonsense. I really hope not. Because that was offensive. Although I'm sure like Davos is going to steal it from him somehow. Oh my God. And then we're going <laughs> to Do be- you guys want to bet dollar on which way the season's going to go? Yes. Drug addled fight or oh, yeah. learning to control his I'm, power. I'm going to make a reference that nobody's going to get, but I'm betting that season two of Iron Fist is going to be like season six of Buffy with Will- when Willow's addicted to magic crack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I actually get that because yeah, you I mean, we talk about it all no, the time. No, yeah, I've heard that a lot from y'all, so I, I do understand I the do reference. Cool. Get that reference. Fandom I, osmosis I for it. the win. <laughs> I've still only seen two Buffies because I'm trash, but. You know, here we are. You're not trash. It's not that great. It's, I saw the two best episodes, so it's fine. The movie's better. Hush and the musical episode, and you're wrong. Yep. I'm not wrong. The and movie is better. Nope. Oh, no. It is. Eh. I love the film. It's, it's a Agree movie. to disagree. It is a movie that it's happened. Great. It existed. <laughs> Someone it's got Donald made that. Sutherland in Luke it. Luke Perry's in it. He wears a black coat the whole time, and his name is Pike, which is a fish. Okay, cool. So <laughs> what, what did you think of this, Monica? Because B and I both talked a little bit about it. I mean, I actually really like that he's getting good at the fist. I like that mm-hmm. he uses it more. I like that he seems more controlled and a little bit more chilled out. Um, I don't like him and Colleen. I don't like where I think it's going. I loved seeing Ward again. Um, I was sure he wasn't going to be in this season at all, and I was sad. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed in the sister, and I hate Davos. Like, he's a zealot, and I they make well, me uncomfortable. Oh, whiny brat well he's a he's a entitled zealot which is like worse even because yeah. he's like you don't deserve and he's like i literally did all the things it takes to deserve this yeah what are you talking about i do like that i i don't know i i feel like they maybe internalize some of the complaints with season one and are coming back to talk about it and you've got you know danny saying hey i've have all this privilege from being rich as fuck like mm-hmm. i'm here trying to see what it's like to just I earn did, a buck I did like that conversation. take a step away. Because my first comment when it opened and he had a job, I was like, really? Why is he doing this? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have... And I like that he's like, I don't know how what money is. I don't understand the value of a dollar. Yeah. I kind of I kind of like that. Um, I'm sort of towing the line between is it really... Are you really experiencing what that life is like if you know there's a safety net? But, like, I, I, I see that he's, he's... I don't know. I feel like you can. I have a safety net. My yeah. parents would never let me not live somewhere, and they would never let me not have a vehicle to get around in. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I have a safety net because my parents have more money than I do. But, like, I know what it is to not have any money. I know what it is to buy gas with change. Like, oh, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I know what it is to have to decide if you're going to pay your cell phone bill or, like, pay your electric bill or, you know, stuff like that. We've all had mm-hmm. to kind of do that kind of stuff. So... I actually do think that you can you can live that life. It's not like the worst version of that life, obviously, mm-hmm. because of the safety net. But you can understand and recognize what it could be. Like I think okay. whatever all the time that I have the parents that I have because again they would never let me go hungry or be actually destitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like they want me to try to like figure my shit out. Yeah, and you don't want to just go asking them no i hate it oh it's i hate it it's the worst and then they trained me to do that you Mm -hmm. know all of our parents trained us like you need to be able to do this on your own we're raising you to be responsible adults yeah yeah basically that 
And then every time I see my mother, she like quietly gives me $40 in cash. And I'm like, every time I see my mother, um, she talks about the way in which I spend my money. And my dad tries to give me $40 in cash, which she then like slaps his hand away (laughs) metaphorically. Though my mother also, bless her heart. The first thing she said to me when I saw her was, you've gained weight. I'm like, oh, thanks, mom. This is a compliment (laughs) this time. For me, for my mother, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did follow it up with, you look good. And I'm like, thanks, mom. My dad's a sweetie, but he's not great with money, which is why I'm not great with money. I told him about what happened to me, how I got robbed and everything, and it basically depleted my savings account. And I was so excited about having a savings account. And he's like, oh, well, your mother and I will replace it. Da, da, da. And I'm like, no, that's, I'll figure it out. Like, this is like being an adult or whatever. He's like, Monica. And then I get a lecture about like, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dad. And then I tell the same story to my mom about like, oh, this thing happened and I got robbed. And she asked me a bunch of questions about like the car and the cops and didn't offer anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so like who they are as people. <laughs> It's tough because you're always like sometimes you get in a position where they're trying to give you money and you're like, no, don't give me money. And it's so weird because I'm like, yes, obviously, I need more money. Like, obviously, I want you to give me money. Obviously, I know how much money you have. Yes, it would be great if you could just give this to me and it was a gift of some kind. But then I'm an adult and I'm like, no, I can't take it. Mm -hmm. Or the times when you're like, please offer me money. I'm like in a really bad spot and I don't want to have to ask and they just don't notice. And you're like, where were you two months ago? Anyway, this is taken. This is taking a little a bit of a turn. Tangent. It's fine. Uh, anyway, I liked it. I don't like Davos. I am. I say I'm very concerned about where they're going with Joy. I, yeah. I feel like they're trying to give her something more to do. But I don't know in, why it has to be evil. It feels vaguely shitty because I don't understand why she would blame Danny for what went down. That she should, was super weird. She mm-hmm. should blame Ward and her dad. Yeah, mostly her dad. Who was an abuser. Danny wound up in the middle of all of that because he's an idiot. Yeah. He, like, there was no, Cause there's he's no genuine, malice on well, his part. Because one, he's an idiot. And two, he's a genuinely, he tries to be a genuinely nice person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just a dumb dumb. Like, he signed those papers without even looking at them. Yeah, he really should have at like, least read those. I'm yeah. with Ward, where you send it to the lawyers and have someone who's professionally paid to do this, just read through it the yeah. one time. Because that Take was a like, few notes. that was like the length of a novel. That was like almost an inch of paper. Yeah. And he just went, sure. That, like, like, he lost his kidney right there. I'm saying, like, you, ah, I mean, you don't same know joke. what you just signed away. Like, it could have been all of his 51% of rant, for all we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, like, I get what the show is doing, but I don't believe after, like, it's disappointing that after the year that he has had, he's still making those dumb, dumb mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I have to say that the outfit that Joy is wearing when Ooh. she meets him for the first time, on point. Yeah. I also really enjoy that she just got drunk immediately after it's a proper way to deal with a stressful meeting look man oh yeah she just like betrayed the two people that she values most in this world it's tough well, well I mean, we don't know her end game here yeah she i, play I a assume long game. yeah i assume she just needs the money for whatever she's doing with davos we don't know that it's directly fucking over i don't know Ward the way Danny. they talked about it at the end it made it seem it, like it she probably was planning is, to but fuck everybody mm, over. we don't know but yeah, but she could be she could be long long gaming Davos and maybe she's a double agent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can hope. Yeah. Uh, just that, like when Danny is leaving the apartment and he he says something, you know, I'm really proud of you. That means so much coming from you. Oh my it's god! Like, oh dang! That line in her face, I was like, Danny, you're too much of like a dimble, but like she is fucking being so mean right now. Well, and then what is he, that called? She's like, I don't. There's a word. For, it's like. 
Because then she, then he said something like, oh, uh, Colleen and I would love to have you over for dinner. Oh, yeah. She's and, all, that oh, that sounds beautiful. Nice. Wonderful. That's such a fabulous idea or something like that. Yeah. With so and much her, sarcasm. Like, her voice, her words were nice, but her face and delivery was very like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But the that means a lot coming, or you don't know what that means coming from you or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how is he not dead right now? It was beautiful. So much sass. Yeah. And then we got a weird lady, Mary, who took pictures and then freaked out in her house. And yeah, I'm curious uh, where that's going. Seems to have some sort of multiple spoilers if you want them. I wonder if it's typhoid Mary. It is typhoid Mary. Noise. She has lasted this long in the eyes. What? It's not Typhoid Mary, idiot. Was she in something else in the MCU already? No, I'm just teasing you. Wait, you what? said Typhoid Mary. Oh, there, 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 there is a spoiler. I have a spoiler. Well, there is a character I'm just fun of you. called Typhoid Mary that shows up heavily oh, with Daredevil yeah. and people, butthole. Oh, well, that's fair. <laughs> not the Typhoid Mary, like the Typhoid Mary. Typhoid Mary. <laughs> Listeners, he just flipped me off. This yeah, is well, very unprofessional. Trying to come at me about this shit. Um, the double deuce. She may. Or, I read an article or a tweet or something that she has a split personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, technically, we call it dissociative identity disorder now. Duh. Jesus. God, Monica. Sorry. That's two in a row. Pushing up my glasses. Yeah, I. That's I, so many syllables. I kind of guess that just because, like, the first note seemed vaguely threatening, and I thought someone was threatening her. But when she, she found was, the like, second post-it note, yeah, I was like, oh no, never mind. She's probably leaving these for herself from like also, other her. Legitimately, I'm so mad at Danny for interrupting his buddy. When I he was know that to, like, guy was getting on his back on. Dan, no. you see that happening, and you either go up and talk your boy up and like pretend you have like a like a twitch or something, or you stay the fuck away. Yeah, but he like went over there and stole her. No. Not like I that's mean, no, like, that's not how you bro. Yeah, like come on, no. If I walk up to Monica and she's talking to some hot guy at the bar, I'm just gonna be like. It's my friend Monica. Doesn't she have a great rack? Oh my god, don't do that. <laughs> Definitely do that. Also, oh let's go god. to a bar. I need to see this happen. He'll already have seen them, hopefully. Thank you. <laughs> He's just going to walk up behind you and give him a jiggle. <laughs> oh my god. Be all, check these bad look ladies at these, out. Like, from behind. Like, yeah. Look at these guys. Go. Anyway. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's mostly it. I'm, I don't know. I'm tentatively optimistic because... Yeah. I enjoyed this episode a lot more than the entire last season. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly just waiting for Luke to show up. I, and I hope so. Well, I, I assume we're Misty. gonna get like, uh, yeah, Misty back. It's, it's a little interesting because we waited so long with Luke Cage that now we're overlapping in a way that we should not be overlapping. Yeah, yeah, so. seriously. <laughs> so I just, I wanna finish Luke before we accidentally spoil ourselves for something. Yeah. It's fine. Everything's well, fine. Well, we're almost done with Luke, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we've got, uh, four more. Oh, I thought it was three. We're not no, we, almost done. We just then. watched uh, number nine. Should we wait on Iron Fist? Probably. We could maybe just do. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll, we'll out. let you know, listeners, what what we commits. Um, yeah, like you were saying though, that I I feel the fights are a lot better. They got a new fight mm-hmm. choreographer. Uh, well, also they probably gave him more than three yeah, weeks. Yeah, dude to who plays Dan had a year. Yeah, actually got some fight training. If time. I were him at the end of filming, I'd like I need a lesson. Yeah, please, right now. please give me all lessons. All, the, all the, I would like all of the karate. Yeah, but lessons. it definitely shows because they're mm-hmm. they're able to do. You know, he can do a couple things in a row without having to cut between each one, and so it yeah. it flows better and isn't so choppy. And I really like that. Yeah, and they they trimmed his hair, which is a better look. Mm-hmm. I had a, uh, he's pretty cute, you know, he's a cute actor. And so I liked that he seems to be, 
he seems to feel more at ease in the role and less cardboard cut out yeah and even like even your thing with him and colleen i can definitely see where you're coming from i'm hoping that we're just feeling that way just because we just came off. off of that from Luke Cage. I mean, they didn't really dive into it. They were, like, skirting around yeah. it. And it could just mm-hmm. be, like, she would like him to stop, like, actually trying to murder people. I, I didn't even get that she wanted him to stop patrolling. It's just not she wasn't interested in doing it. No, 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 not patrolling, but, like, not going as far as he's going. Which is, like, yeah. Claire had a point at the very beginning of Luke, her fight with Luke where she was like, why would you beat him to death? I've seen you tap someone on the forehead and knock them yeah. out. You did that for you. And mm-hmm. he de- she did have a point. For sure. So Luke, I think that's what... I feel it's also slightly different because Luke is bulletproof where Danny maybe does just have to go a bit I harder agree. because, I, you know, he could just be shot. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm on your side slash Danny's side slash the Iron Fist side, and I am i don't want to have to go you, through this again. You know they're the same person, right? What? No. Oh. No. Oh, this is going to be a weird season for you. No. Does he have it in the two fists, or is it just the one? Just the one. That's what I thought. Just That's righty. weird and dumb. It's because... He's not the Iron Fists. Yeah. He's not Fisto Magico. Fists can be plural like a singular they. We just gotta no, use it enough. No. No. Hard hard no. That's garbage. It's so like fist is like mouse now? Yes. Or Mason. moose. Okay, we are I back no. with Winona Earp and as always, Earp a clock. Earp around the clock. No. Earp clock bullets. Earptober. Earptember, I guess. Earptember? Earptember. Anyway, uh, we're talking about episode seven, in which her mom leaves, and episode eight, in which Doc tries to chew on everyone. And I mean, he can chew on me a little. Hell, noise! Like, don't murder me, but like, just a little. It's just, fine. just light chewing. Legit, bit, bit of blood. I'm down for some immortality. I mean, yes, also that. Yeah, because apparently they're not. You know, damaged by the sun, so I'm not super seeing it. Well, downside. I guess apparently, as long as they're wearing fucking sunglasses, they're safe. I hated it. I love it. It's I like fine. turned to her and I was like, "Why do they? Why are they letting him wear sunglasses in this episode? This feels weird. No one ever gets to wear sunglasses outside on TV." And she's like, "It's because he's a vampire." I was like, "That still doesn't make any sense." He has delicate eyes now. Yeah, it's light sensitivity. It's yeah. like migraines, but even worse. <laughs> migraines, <laughs> but you burst chew on people. Flame. I mean, sometimes I want to chew on people. That's fair. Not in a sexy way. Just in an angry way. <laughs> Just gnawing on their arm, actually. Oh. Oh, okay. So, uh, episode seven revolves mostly around uh, Nicole take getting in prepared to take over a sheriff, and for whatever reason, them having to go convince this old lady, Bunny, that uh, she would She's be a good mayor. fit. No, she's head she, of the town council. Uh, right. Okay, yeah. It's like, she's I'm not in. the mayor, but yeah, she she has some pull. Um, and Bunny is... Terrible. A terrible person. We quickly established that she is at least racist and homophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty overtly say, says it to Nicole, which made me uncomffortable. Yeah. And she well, shows Nicole says something, or someone said something, and she's like, why not choose... Why only choose one or something? Oh, it was Winona. She's, uh... Jingoistic and homophobic. Oh, xenophobic? Xenophobic and yeah. homophobic. And she's like, well, why only pick one? I was one? like, oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, when she sees that scary dude outside the window and just yells, ISIS! Oh, my God. Like, what Is the that fuck? what she yelled? Oh, yeah. I didn't catch what she yelled. Yeah. She yelled ISIS. That, Jesus. she She's a winner. Um, But props to Nicole for not just punching her in the face. 
and uh then then bunny passes out when she sees oh sorry man i i have lost control of this entire show so um officer nedley um sheriff sheriff nedley he is a high-ranking officer of the law in the county sense as it were okay <laughs> uh you know want, wants to get nicole and uh winona working better together so has them go through his secret room of curious bric-a-brac that he's collected over the years they think it's dumb they start breaking well winona starts breaking things and then bad things ensue because obviously it's full of like haunted weird shit i did what i liked the misdirect with the mirror because she threw out so much stuff and they just assumed it was the mirror because that was the last thing. Mm-hmm. And because broken mirrors are generally considered to be bad luck. But I liked that it turned out to be something totally different. I also like that it wasn't a revenant. It was just a gnome. Yeah, it was yeah. just an angry, large gnome dude. Who just wanted his gnome lady back. I like the way that Winona episode. wins at drinking games. She's a cheater. I was wondering about that. I was yeah. like, I guess it does help the shot go down. You should have a chaser. I like explained it away. In my yeah, head. yeah, it was pretty great. Um, yeah, so they they they're trying to. It is just a weird fucking episode. Yeah. Like I had a great time with it. Um, I don't, I don't know think that, we have to cover the plot. Yeah, in let's this one. let's not because cover basically the plot. they broke some stuff and weird shit happened and Nicole got drunk. Yeah, and then by the end of it, like Winona chews out Bunny and basically says, "This is happening, or I'm gonna, you know, beat you up." Uh, I think the the most important parts are that. Nicole and Winona got handcuffed together and had to run through the wilderness. Which made me very which happy. Which is always fun. Um, I always love a good buddy cop handcuff move. I love that. Uh, like on that episode of Leverage where Hardison and Elliot are handcuffed together. Girl, you know I'm there. That is a great episode. It's because they're in love. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> and then she, uh, Nicole takes Winona by the hand and chucks her bodily into a revenant, which is yeah. also great. And that was about it. That was about all my favorite parts. Yeah. Well, then we had um, Nicole overhearing Winona telling Bunny all the amazing things that Nicole does. And they, mm-hmm. they like, actually, I think, had a good moment because of that. And hopefully we get a bit less of their squabbling. Well, they yeah, they were each complimenting each other as a way to convince the gnome to marry the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was also nice. You should marry Nicole. She's great at sex. I know this because my walls are very thin. Yeah. Um. And I guess the other big thing is Winona finds out that Doc is a vampire. And she reacts in a way that I find with. over the top. Well, I mean, have we seen her react positively to anyone supernatural? I was, I was talking to her and I was mm-hmm. like, why in all these shows that are like deeply involved in supernatural things, do those, is our main person always a fucking bigot? This well, one and in Buffy a little mm-hmm. and fucking Dean Winchester, they're all just like black and white and that's it. And I mean, it's like I you think live the, in shades sure. of gray. And she should give Doc the benefit of the doubt. I, I think the problem here is, you know, it's it's three seasons in and we've had Dolls, who was a good guy. And even then she saw him lose control a couple times. And then, like, one random revenant who just kind of got fucked by the system and didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. And like, Every Revenant and every other supernatural being they've come across has been pretty shitty. I guess. But she knows Doc. Sure. And so it, it is... It's just frustrating. It is still kind of stupid. I, I can understand why her initial reaction would be, the fuck, dude? Like, the these vampires just came in and killed a bunch of people, and you just got turned into one. You know, probably ask him why he did it. 
would have no, been a great like, thing, Winona but do that. no, yeah, she doesn't have time. For well, that. the other thing I was frustrated with is they all of this is happening because they can't have a conversation, and it's not like a dumb writers thing where they just won't let them. They literally cannot seem to have sit down and have this conversation mm-hmm. with each other, so they keep making really stupid decisions and assumptions and stuff, and boning other people. Yeah, when it's. It's incredibly obvious to anyone with half a brain cell that they want to be with each other, but they just won't. So they just keep throwing obstacles in their own path, mm-hmm. which is frustrating and dumb. But on the plus side, it has given us new firefighter dude who, I don't know, let's skip into next episode. I found very charming personally. Yeah, I really Monica liked him, liked him and Doc. too against her own will. Yeah. Like he's palling around with Doc and it made me very happy. I guess. That's that's all I have to say about that. I'm just sad we replaced um, dolls, dolls with a white dude. <laughs> oh, for sure. Plus side, though, at least we also got uh, Doc's wife, who I should remember her name as well. The Contessa. The Contessa. Also Kate. And I guess we but did I think get she's the, leaving. the gay boyfriend. Nah, she's going to stick around. I, I don't know. I think we've seen all the scenes from this season on Winona that she was in in the oh, years. Hmm. Yeah, the way that she said goodbye to Winona at the end of this episode felt to me like she was getting ready to leave. Oh, that'd be dumb, because I've been enjoying her. And I mean, I do. I like her a lot. should revolve around yeah. you and your needs. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I do. I kind of feel like maybe her storyline has run its course. Like, she came in. She tried to get Doc, Doc back. She realized that he loves Winona more than her. She made him into a vampire. And now she's going to split. And maybe she'll be like, I'll come back in 100 years when that girl's dead. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Because I feel like when you're a vampire, you can play the long game. Yeah, you've got some time. You can wait. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's not like she... Also, she. it's not like Winona's probably going to live to be 80. She's probably going to die. <laughs> Jesus. Those heirs, they don't really live very long. Yeah. Long enough to make another heir. Mm-hmm. Um, other big things we got from this episode, we learned that uh, Sheriff Officer Nedley was the, the dude who came across nicole after the bolshar massacre that got me a little in my little heart man when, when he was like i always have thought of you as a, like he pulled strings and then told her he thought of her as a daughter and i'm just there like i shouldn't cry in the break room but <laughs> here i fuck am it, here we are i also i don't mind the slight retcon of this um because at no point did it feel like Nedley was letting her get away with things, you know, that he made her earn her position because I think he wanted her to know later on down the line that maybe he offered her this job because of that, of that and what he knew, but that if she stayed, she was going to stay because she earned it. Oh yeah. She, he got, eh, that got her the foot in the door. Mm -hmm. She earned that position still. Yeah. Because he was hard on her. no one fucking left. Yeah. Everyone else is dead in this town. (laughs) It's him, wrong. her, a couple firefighters with axes, and then, like, the herbs, And that's that's it. Everybody else is a red. It's like every time they staff up the sheriff's department in Teen Wolf, half of them get killed. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the season finale or the mid-season finale oh always God. ends with everybody Just dead. Everyone dying in the sheriff's department. Yeah. Unless you happen to be some sort of mystical hell beast. Mm. Yeah, howdy, though. Literally on fire. Fine with it. So we we get a lot of Kate's backstory this time. Which was really, Which, it was really interesting. I liked it. it was, yeah. Like, I was, I the was. Contessa? Kate Tessa? Oh, I was like, who the fuck Kate? I had to take a minute. Sorry. Yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> I've known her name for all of two minutes now, so. Yeah. Otherwise Keep known up. as Big Nose Kate. Big Nose Kate? That's right. What? 
Oh yeah, I that was called her, her like two or three episodes ago. Damn. Oh yeah, that was her. Well, she that was her like girl. outlaw name, but that she had she oh. had gotten a white girl to pose as her for the photo because she can't have her photo taken. That's right. And she just happened to be a white lady with a big nose. Oh my gosh! Speaking of photo takens, I watched this video of um photo a takens? family. Photos being taken. Photo <laughs> taken. Photo, photo takery. Photo taken. Just, like, um, just drop that middle word. It's not important. It's not important. We don't have time for it. Connective terms. Anyway. Who needs them? Uh, this family, like, convincing one of the kids in it that they, they turned him invisible. And, like, it was... How did they do that? Maybe what? kind of mean, but no, also... No, no, that's funny. So they, like... It, it was a bunch of people there, and then they, you know, like, put a sheet over him, said a bunch of mumbo-jumbo words popped the sheet off and then they just all pretended they couldn't see or hear him and then at one you know they were like they would he would touch one of them and be like oh oh my gosh are you are you oh that you're there that's crazy um but at one point one of the, like one of his brothers you know like hugged him and was like oh I'm, I'm so glad we found you okay okay come over come over to the sofa and then like their dad took a picture of the two of them there and then when he showed it to the invisible kid they had taken they'd had the brother sit there by himself earlier ah! and so showed him just a picture of just the brother with his arm oh out my God! and like the kids started crying and shit and like that's fucked up it, it was funny mean and i i don't know how i feel about it but also i was Come just on. cackling that's hilarious <laughs> that reminds me that of- is so funny <laughs> i remember reading something on tumblr about a prank to pull on your kid that involved like on his birthday when he turns 12 or something, you replace all the photos in the house with photos that don't include him. And so then, like, you're like, oh, where did this child come from? And play this, like, rude prank on him. Like, I don't oh know. God. That feels, that feels I'm mean. just saying, millennials are going to be the best parents. <laughs> we oh, are I was, already. I watched that and was asking Juan, and he was like, yeah, no, about a quarter of the reason to have children is to just troll them. Yeah. I like, oh, if I ever had damn. kids, I was going to be that embarrassing mom at school. That was going to be me. <laughs> oh, I've, I've been watching videos of this mom who keeps greeting her kid. Uh, in, like, outfits at the bus stop? Oh, and, yeah, and the, the peak was in the T-Rex outfit. Yeah! And then her kid tried to run away in shame, and she just, like, short arm <laughs> chased after her and... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Mom. That's why you have kids. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. Lots of flashbacks. Kate's a vampire. She went away. She came back for Doc. Um, and then the stone witch well, showed up left... as a creepy zombie. Here's the thing. She left because it was too hard to watch him like that. And, like, I hate that shit. I don't know. Like, yeah. that bugs me. Like, well, you love a person or you don't, and when they're down, you stay with them. And, like, it, imagine how hard it is for him. Like, I'm kind of with Winona and well, the whole, like, you abandoned him. I, I thought that, I mean, he, one, was trying to drive her away purposefully. Yes. Yeah, he was Two, being a dick. she left to go back to become a vampire to come back to fix him. That's true. Like, it was a very short-term abandonment with a plan. I mean, I guess. I guess she could have told him the plan. It's a weird plan of, hey, I'm going to become a vampire and then come back I, and make you a vampire. I, like, loved, I love the moment when she's like, I'm royalty from Europe. And Winona's like, really? And she's like, look, you racist fuck. <laughs> that was great for me. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed the two of them sitting down together and yeah. mm-hmm. mean mugging. And it, it did make me feel bad for the Stone Witch because like, like they said at the very oh end, God. I mean, nobody deserves that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, like she was a garbage human being, mm-hmm. but... She should have just stayed dead. Like, th- this was a shitty thing to do to her. We thought he'd, like, rejuvenate her. Yeah, but maybe they no. just, th- they couldn't afford that Hootie actress. sucks. 
Well, I think it's more to show that he doesn't give a shit about anybody ever. Yeah, yeah. she was a means to an end. Yeah, she was She was his wife, and she spent... She was the first wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she spent all this time trying to raise their kids, trying to bring him back. And, and this is how he does her. Yeah. yeah Dirty. Super shitty. Dirty. But not in a fun way. No. Yeah. Uh, so, turns out, uh, Constance Cludy's back as a weird zombie jobber trying to get something... Which we later find out is tarot cards, cards. that uh, Kate had almost finished reading Volshar's tarot 150 years ago. They get to the cards, he finishes the reading, and shazam, they're looking for the Garden of Eden, which is so, so he, weird. He read his cards in a different order. Yes, because when he read his cards, he read the tower last. And I thought, oh, that's bad, because yeah. that's the, the tower is usually not a great card. Um, but yeah, when they when they read them... The tower was in the middle. In the middle. So hmm. I'm wondering if he read it last because he just assumed they'd be in the right order, mm-hmm. or it, and and she read them correctly because she did Winona's mm-hmm. and would have done it in the right order. Yeah. Interesting. Or the the assumption that he and Winona are tied is a false one. Or maybe he just looked at all three in a random order because he remembered what the other two were, and it didn't really matter. He what didn't order. see any of them. No, he pulled no, all no, three. Yeah, oh, she, he did. She flipped he two did. of them. She flipped two. That that That's could right. make sense. That's yeah. right. Because while it wouldn't make any sense for her to remember after having done so many card readings, yeah. that one would be important for him and he might hold on to that memory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay, I could see that. Now we got to go back and look at what she pulled. Yeah. Yeah. And well, last but not least, uh, Doc bit Robin. Robin tastes terrible because he's, he's been infected by Bolshar. And oh, yeah. He got infected he by can, that uh, weird... Uh, trees. He can't hear trees. And they hate it. Um, anything else we really need to talk about for that? Uh, Garden of Eden. It's in the Ghost River Triangle. Ooh, I had a good one. This one goes, why would the Garden of Eden be in the Ghost River Triangle? And I was like, basically it could be because all the land used to be connected. Yeah, Pangea, Thousands yo. of years ago. Millions and of years ago. how to not find it if you're in the Southeast Asia Middle East area is you put it across an ocean. No Fair. one will find it. Yeah. She got mad. She was like, this is some Mormon bullshit. It is some Mormon it bullshit. It is some Mormon bullshit because Jesus definitely was never here. But Correct. the Garden of Eden could have been. Well, Jesus was never in the Garden of Eden either. I know. No. That's why it makes sense for it to be here. Keep up, Kenneth. I, look, you had a very worried presentation with that. Also, Robin licked a potato. And that was strange. That was <laughs> he licked a potato? Weird. He can hear the roots. Also, I love Robin and Jeremy together. They're so They're very cute. dumb for each and other like and it makes got, me happy. They've gotten to kiss on screen twice now. I uh, know. It's great. It's crazy. Approve. I think okay. that's it for Herb O'Clock. Yeah. So let's talk about one of the greatest shows ever made, Young Justice. It's so good. I love Young oh Justice. Oh, my God. You sure you don't want to end on this one? Okay, fine. Let's talk about Constantine, yeah. City of Demons, which was solid. It was good, but like it felt like two-thirds of an episode. It, it was yeah, very... Yeah, kind of ended. I, I think a lot of it, I had preconceived expectations of it being more than... 26 minutes total for the entire season. That was mm-hmm. a little strange. Um, I think if they're going to do these five to six minute webisodes, I, I wish they would do like at least maybe 10 of them in a season. Yeah, you got five to tell a whole super story. A lot of webisodes actually have a beginning, middle, and an end. They're five minutes or seven minutes, but mm-hmm. it's got... I watched Pride and Prejudice via YouTube, and it was like oh, yeah. a modern telling mm-hmm. of three to four minutes, and it had a start, a middle, and an end. And so... 
I just think maybe they thought they had more time or yeah, I'm they curious had what more happened episode or they were just like, let's do this fun thing. But no one will look at it. They did the same thing with the uh, Vixen, apparently. And it's it's the same style. Yes, but that one did have an end. Well, OK, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, I would say that it. I was looking at the Wikipedia for it and it looks like they may have been contracted to do. I think it was 13, um, but they wanted to present at Comic-Con. So they finished five. The other ones are the other seven are still underway. Hmm. But that was like okay. this year's Comic Con. Yeah. Okay. So they they uh. So they technically, it. we probably shouldn't have watched this. Interesting. Okay. But this is what they released. Oh so yeah, they seven wanted, more episodes planned for release. They yeah. wanted it to be watched. It just ended in such a weird. I know. Spot. Like halfway through a conversation, I was like, okay. What? Well, plus side, it looks like feature length of it is coming out uh, this October 9th. So we could revisit it after it comes yeah, out we and see watch if the last it. Seven, another yeah. thirty minutes. Of yeah, our life. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was pretty cool though. Like I, I dug that it felt very Constantini. Like you know, having Matt Ryan voice it obviously helped a lot. Mm-hmm. But like you know, there was there was demons, there was blood everywhere, there was Constantine fucking stuff up because he is a good intention dum dum. His creative problem solving needs some work. Man, yeah, like oh, there's a little to fight demon, a fake let's get a bigger demon. demon. Let's hire a real demon. Like yeah. where what was the end plan there? He didn't have a put the demon back plan. Isn't that like, oh no, we've got too many snakes, so let's bring in a mongoose? Yeah. yeah. And then your <laughs> islands and too many by mongooses. Now I need a coyote and then people are getting eaten. <laughs> Next and thing like, well, you know, it's know like sharks with legs and just all down laser you know, beams. Those are, those are called dinosaurs or alligators. Alligators, yeah, sharks with legs. Sharks with I legs. Don't think that's true at all. No, I feel like that's right. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I am, I'm no shark scientist. I'm a so. shark scientist, so that's fair. And we need She's to watch. An alligator scientist. We need to watch the last Sharknado. Team. Sharknado. It, it has time travel. What? It, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm back in. Yeah, yeah. It's subheader is like Sharknado six for the last time or something like that, and it's a double entente. Entendre? Entendre. Entendre. Why? Where's the L Entendre. Entendre. Anyway. You could never trust that. Like, oh, sure. The, the Halloween series, the, the I think the last, there's there's one called The Final Chapter, and that's number four. There's seven right. more after. Yeah. All right. Constantine was good. Demons, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it was super gross, which I was actually kind of into. I thought we covered Constantine for this show, but the show actually ended before we started Bam Pow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, didn't we cover this? She's like, we never did this. I was like, why did we stop watching? And I think we got mad because, like, at one point he was explaining to Chaz what ley lines were. And we were like, Chaz would know he's been your partner for 10 years. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is happening? Like, Zed was weird. Yeah. Like, there were so many things about it that I didn't like. But maybe now that I have such an already attachment to that Constantine. Yeah. That I that I can go back and watch it and have more love for I could see that, yeah. Because, man, I... I love Matt Ryan as Constantine. He's great. He just and too ugh. many Matt Ryans though. I know, right? <laughs> um, was it? I liked the. I really liked the flashback to Newcastle. I thought that was really well yeah. done. I loved the story. I thought it was appropriately fucked up. Yeah, I also uh, yeah. liked that the nightmare nurse erased her memory. Like I'm yeah. sure she did it for her own selfishness, but that was a gift. Mm-hmm. Yes, because now she hasn't betrayed her husband. Mm-hmm. And I also really liked because obviously the night nurse, the nightmare nurse shows up and she's wearing a very exploitative outfit. And then I like the reveal later on that it's actually that's just a skin suit that she's a, yeah, she's a monster. She, she magics herself into that. So mm-hmm. She chooses that. She likes yes. the way that she looks in that. Well, she and likes. The she way. caught. He. She was caught in the middle of a sweet BDSM 
thingy, which is probably Threesome. why she was dressed, dressed like that. Like that, well. that, that. But, yeah, I mean, but even in a sweet BDSM thing, she chose to look this way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like it. It, it was nice. It makes it feel like she has more agency, and yeah. it wasn't just oh, a sexy lady. We got to put her in a sexy outfit. Well, it's like we'll get to it, but like Martian man, girl hunter, nailed it, Ms. Martian. Yep, she chooses that outfit. Yeah, and like. Um, Jean on Supergirl chooses to be a black man in America. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I liked her relationship with Constantine, too, of just, like, they, they just seem like They're friends. good old friends. I'm sure they've boned down a couple times. And well, like, I, they... Fine. She has that, that great right. dig about how they're both better in the sack than you, which yeah. is great. Yeah. That's how, that's how friends do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I like about one. Constantine is, like, he's a shitty person that just accumulates friends Mm-hmm. Against his will, basically. And he's well, like, oh, he's, God damn he's it. a kind person on the inside. Yeah, he and he doesn't want to pull it. people into crap. Yeah, he hates that he's a good person, and so he tries to not be. Mm-hmm. Though I have to say, um, there was plenty of lady flirting. There was no dude flirting. So for the, yeah. the, the back half of this season, I demand dude flirting. I don't know. I, I felt a little flirty, but there weren't that many dudes. It was really just his friend Chaz. Yeah. Which I feel like you wouldn't really hit on. I mean, I, I guess you could hit on, uh, but also, hit I mean, on they, each other. Yeah, but if he's married, you know, maybe if it makes his friend uncomfortable or whatever. Or just... Actually, Sebastian and Kurt at prom made their prom dates really uncomfortable by flirting with each other the entire night. That's for amazing. Fun. I thought that was hilarious. That's great. And then, yeah, it just kind of ends. ends with that, and... like, uh, rock monster pimp? He's... Oh, he's... He's some sort mafia of... Mafia boss? That, I think that feels right. create his own branch of hell, essentially. I feel like mafia boss. Mm-hmm. I I apologize for the pimp comment, sir. Ooh, you might say a pit boss because he's like a pit lord. Get out! Because he's no, because the pit boss is a real thing. It doesn't work. But that's why it's a good no. Double shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the show ends. We need more of it. Uh, yeah, just ends on Felt that guy choppy. talking about how he wants to watch The Young and the Restless. But apparently, um, John's going to go to work for him, and he's going to get a really cool hotel room and lots of cash. Seems nice. It's a and- good deal. Hopefully, re- re- um, wow, rescue Chaz's daughter and maybe Astrid too. I see. I feel like the problem is Astrid's the MacGuffin that can never be rescued. That's true. She's one of the big driving forces of him, which is dumb. He should rescue her. I mean, obviously. The end. All okay, right. over to the one of the best shows ever made, Young Justice. Young Justice. You know, your first delivery was much better, and it just got even better because now the single greatest character in cartoon. And comic book history is on this show. Oh Nightwing? I'm done. I'm out. Tim motherfucking Drake. No, I said, I said it right the first time. Right? Nightwing. In it's Nightwing. the Nightwing. house. It's Nightwing, right? I mean, Batgirl? He, he, I, Can I tell you, I was so fucking confused. Oh, I know, dude. This started up, I'm like, the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, watch the show. Watch your, the show. Your man, Tim Drake, shows up, and I thought it was older Dick Grayson. And mm-hmm. I went, oh, no, he's hot. Because before, he was like 12. Yeah. And not hot, because he was 12. And then your man Tim rolls in, and I'm like, oh, hello, you have grown up. It is yeah. nice. <laughs> and then Nightwing shows up with Dick Grayson's voice, and I went, what is happening? And I was very confused. Yeah. It was a weird yeah. jump from immediately after the end of the first season, basically, yeah. to five years in the future without, tell like, you that. telling me that you time jump. And then all these people are here, and we've got, like, a Young Justice team of 40 people, and I love it, but also I was so confused for a little bit. So confused. I really like it. I have a very small brain, and (laughs) it's hard for me to keep up with TV. I don't have a small brain. I've seen a lot of television. There, there. Don't pet me. There, there. That was confusing. (laughs) 
I love the five-year time jump because it lets them... I'm not against it. It lets them bring in a bunch of new characters. Oh, yeah. Most of whom are women or people of color. Yeah, they've yes. got Blue Beetle in it. Blue Beetle, Jamie Reyes. Latino and great. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved when he talked to the little, the little guy. I really enjoyed And then he turned to talk to Tim in the, in yeah. the wrong language. I thought that was great. That's very much, too, like um, English as a second language kind of a joke. Like mm-hmm. a good, a nice joke where... You are speaking in what you think is the right one, but it's not actually the right language. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I don't like the fish guy. Uh, Lagoon, excuse me? Lagoon boy. He what? was being a real dick. Oh, His yeah. name is Lagoon boy. Oh yes, yeah. I'm gonna call him the goon. <laughs> I don't like the goon. He's not Sean William Scott. You're right. That's an insult to Sean William Scott. They're making a sequel. To I Marvel, don't like so. Lagoon boy. He seems like a douchebag. Damn. Also, legit, like, I get that Superboy is kind of tough and not good about talking about his feelings and has some anger issues, but, like, that dude's a douche. Like, what happened? I know. I don't, I don't like know. that. I feel like Ms. Martian kind of has a type because, like... Dicks? <laughs> she likes well, no, she's not bags. dating Nightwing. Oh! Hey! Well, that's because... Nightwing's not a dick. He's a five-piece of ass. Hey! hey! Nice. <laughs> oh, top, guys. Whoop, best button comics. Um, I loved seeing Nightwing. I like that there are more members of the Justice League. It was weird that that silver guy, the walking vibrator, was in charge instead of Batman. But she said they cycle through who's the leader, which mm-hmm. is fine. His I name like is Captain it. Adam. Sure. I like that He sacrificed Zatanna... himself to save the world once. Can I, like... <laughs> I like that Zatanna is on the Justice League now. Mm-hmm. So is Superboy. Which no. is great. No, Superboy's still on the team. Oh, that's right. Zatanna invited them to join the Justice League, basically, and they were like, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I like that the originals are are kind of hanging out still and are a bit older mentors, which is weird when you think about Wally in that role. I actually, didn't I really, see Wally. I, I thought he showed up for, like, a hot second with, um, with, with a Nightwing. Or maybe it was, I don't know, maybe it was a thought bubble. Any, anyway, I, like I want to see Wally. It you like I, him. I just want him in there so much. Yeah, we didn't get to see uh, Wally or Artemis. Um, we didn't get to see oh, true, yeah. the artist formerly known as Roy. <laughs> Poor Roy. Poor Roy! He's had a rough He's a clone. deal last time. And he's a secret agent. And he didn't want to be. Almost took down the whole Justice League. Poor kid. We found yeah. out what the Justice League was doing. Just off fucking around in space. Yeah, they fights. they invaded Ran. Come on, Ron. Mm-hmm. They invaded Ron. Ran. It's Ran. And Ran. 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 Ran, y'all. Uh, and so that's not good. They're all banned from that sector of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So they and, did something real fucked up. Yeah, and then Lobo shows up. That guy sucks. That guy <laughs> is insane. That guy sucks so hard, and I will never forgive Rob Lee Field for anything except Deadpool. He, yeah, Rob Liefeld created, like... A bunch of such shit shows, and then Deadpool. Um, excuse me, Shatterstar. No, fuck you. Also a shit show. That mullet? No. And no, so get out. many pouches. No. Lobo, he referred to himself, what did he call He's himself? The, the main, main man! man. <laughs> the main man! Fighting those keezy fans. Do, you know, do you know, do you know, do you know, calling yourself that is worse than speaking in the third person. I prefer Terry Love's love. <laughs> Beatrice oh, loves speaking in the third person. I hate it. Monica so also much. likes it, but mostly because that guy over there. Hates yeah, it. it's it's the worst. Um, fun fact: Lobo and Wolverine fought, and Wolverine won. Yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. Lobo is a shit show. I mean, well, he's and Wolverine ripped. is a smoke show. 
Thumbs up. So many high fives this episode. I would say also because Wolverine is that kind of asshole who would never admit that he's lost. He'd be like the Black Knight down to just oh, stumps. Yeah. <laughs> Lobo's ripped three limbs <laughs> off. Two legs off. Yeah. And he won. He did. And he would still win. Yeah. He'd wait until Lobo thought he was dead and then he'd just bite him on the just face. Like, he'd use his back muscles to like fly through the air and Ew. rip his jugular out. Yes, he would. 100%. Anyway, Lobo sucks, and Lagoon Boy is a shit show. Oh, everyone's a shit show. Not everyone. All of Rob Liefeld's creations, except Deadpool. Asterisk, Deadpool. Creations. I really liked uh, Tim and uh, Dick's interactions. Mm-hmm. Of, like, that was You lovely. can see like a lot of mentoring yeah. without being patronizing about yes. it. I liked that a lot. I liked that he was like, you're going to lead the team. I've never done it. He's like, well, time to learn, bud. But he was also soft. He wasn't like Batman about it. Yeah. yeah you, can really, you can really see him taking in what he's learned from Batman and then making it his own. Doing it better. Yeah. Thinking about how he would have liked it. If how like how would I have preferred that Batman talk to me? Yeah. Okay, that's how that's I'm gonna how talk I, to and him. That's, legitimately, that's how you should mentor after being mentored. All mm-hmm. this like, well, I had to go through it, so you you should is no. bullshit. Mm-hmm. You should protect the people coming after you, but allow them to still learn things. Yes, agreed. Anyway, yep. I love that Wolf's still around. Mm-hmm. He goes on his own teams, not with Superboy. Like he's a full member of the Mini Justice League. Yeah, <laughs> which I like a lot. I do like I like that they never they never named their team. They're just the team. Yeah. We like, got time for that. We don't need a team. We don't need a name. Also, so he created a uh, Cable and Domino, and I like both of them. I like Domino. I couldn't give two shits about Cable, which is my own problem. It's because he my first real experience with him is played by a man who hits women. Yeah. So I have which is totally a little fair. bit like, of a connection problem. Yeah. I should read because I've heard that Cable and Deadpool's relationship in the comics is really great. Yeah. And super gay. And super gay. And so obviously I'm into it. But I need to uh, like do that before I can have positive feelings about mm-hmm. Cable, the character, because he was played by a man who punches women in the face. That's fair. Also created Blood Wolf. I don't know who that and, is. Shit uh, show. Six Pack. Shit show. Riptide. Shit show. Wait, he uh, created a character literally named Six Pack? Oh, yeah. Hi, it's Rob Leefield. Leefeld? Leefeld. Leefeld. Look, I'm going to oh, say Oh, sorry. Never mind. Six Pack is a uh, a team that he created. Of course it is. Oh, my God. It's six Shit. dudes with Six Pack. Show. No, and it's each- six dudes. Each one has one pack. <laughs> No, they each have a six-pack, and each one of the packs on their six-pack has a six-pack. It's just muscles all the way down. <laughs> and no feet. No little, feet. Little faces. On No, it, it would be little little pouches. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> Skin pouches. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, let's let's wrap <laughs> this shit show up. <laughs> so, that is our episode. Um, Wait, I do want to talk about what went down. Because it was a good episode. I oh, okay. really liked yeah, Blue yeah. Beetle. I didn't like Lagoon Boy, but he is a good team member. His powers are stupid, and I hate him. Um, no, I, I love when he blew up like the giant puffer fish. Actually, yeah, oh, I yeah, thought he had like, different kinds of fish powers, but it's mm-hmm. just the one. It's just the puffer fish one, which is obviously helpful. Like we did, it did help. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Blue Beetle a lot. I thought he was great. I like she pointed out that he replaced a white dude. With a Latino kid, which yeah. is great. Well, and Jamie Reyes is just a fun character yeah. in general. Like, no, he his, seems his great. comic run on it, like, you know, R.I.P. Ted Cord mm-hmm. totally got dicked over, and, and I hate that, but one of, one of the he's best a good replacement. One of the best runs of Blue Beetle, at least in my opinion, was written by John Rogers, the guy who created Leverage. I know who John Rogers oh, is. Oh, nice. That's cool. Um, I should read that. It's she good. loves Leverage. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, She lot. should love Leverage. It's great. We should do a Leverage marathon with Malia. <sighs> Write that down. 
Yes. Um. Anyway, it was nice being back here. Mm-hmm. I remembered how much I liked them. I like when they all got flushed out to sea, and then the whole Justice League showed up, and everybody had a flying vehicle, and they're just like floating. And I was like, "Oh, you're in trouble now." That was a good. It was a good moment. Um, I was trying to think. Mal, the guy who's their Reynolds. No, uh, <laughs> the guy who's like their Overwatch. Um, who's dating yeah. Bumblebee? Who, who is that guy? How is he here? I remember his name is Mal, but I, he doesn't have any powers. Like all the stuff I know about him comes from later episodes, which would be vaguely spoilery. Is he like on the run or something? No comment. Mal, God damn is it. that Mal he Duncan? Is, Wait, am he's I? On the run. He's dating. I thought Bumblebee. it was. I thought it was Cyborg for a second. Is that racist? Yes. All right. They're both <laughs> giant black men. What am I supposed to do? Okay, I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've seen Cyborg at this point, and he's all, he's an adult. And yeah, I know he's grown, because wasn't he in the first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so he's Mal Duncan. Um, oh, oh, well, that's spoilery. Okay. Don't tell me anything. Okay. I don't know anything. That makes sense, then. DM me. Yeah. All right, yep. He's he's just a dude dating Bumblebee. Chilling. Okay, but he is a non-powered guy. Uh, it, yeah, it does not look like he has... Okay. Oh, he, Mal Duncan lacks superpowers. We may never know. We may really. never know <laughs> if he's powered or not. Yeah, that isn't. It's a mystery for the ages. His power is being tall and very broad-shouldered, and wanting to hang out with his girl, mm-hmm. which is all girls really want. <sighs> oh God! I learned someone who's going to be on the show. Haven't you seen it? No, he hasn't. No, no. You're being spoiled. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm a trash human. Try try not to spoil yourself too much because this this season is really good. I just I am very happy because a person that I was like, man, I wish this person would be on the show is going to be on the show. I'm not even going to know who it is. You can tell us. Impulse. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. I'm Marvel, and even then, I'm like skipping along the atmosphere of Marvel. I feel you're more image at this point, if anything. I mean, they're so good. Yeah, I actually found Rat Queens number one the other day, and so I'm just going to reread it. Even though that one guy sucks. Yeah. But it was already written. Yeah. Drawed. Drawed? I said it. (laughs) I'm really excited for Kieran Gillen's new comic, Die, about comics. Oh my god, I am hyped for that. It's about D&D. Okay, it looks so good. I'm hyped for Kelly Sue's run on fucking Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we should shut this down. Yeah. Because this podcast is not about comics. Yeah. Okay, so we will be back next week with all your favorite shows, except Iron Fist, but should that be your favorite show anyway? It's not no. your favorite show. Uh, Tell the truth. We're going to be doing Double Luke Cage so we can finish that up before watching more Iron Fist because it, one kind of seems like it's going to lead into the other. And they're already mm-hmm. talking about spoilers at the end of this season of Iron Fist, and I'm like, God damn Yeah, it, yeah, Twitter. so we, we need to get our shit together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have another Young Justice. We will be watching Earth's Mightiest Heroes Woo-hoo! because otherwise Monica might actually stab us. <laughs> and there's then, no might about it, kid. Obviously back for Winona, which only has four episodes back. Makes me sad. And back for Preacher, because we ran out of time and watched too much stuff this week. Yes. So, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Same amp time, same pow channel.